As the Boston Bruins get ready to take on the Washington Capitals tonight, Brad Marchand is still chirping at the Carolina Hurricanes, and it lacks a bit of impact considering the Hurricanes are so much higher than the Bruins in the standings. We're going to talk about all that and update the Eastern Conference Power Rankings on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Let's get into it. Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, January 20th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first lesson every day. Lesson? Lesson and listen. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, and you can also subscribe to the YouTube page at Locked On Bruins. Uh, Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated. Uh, You can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets on Twitter at Ian C. McLaren. And you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at LockedNHLBruins. You can see I'm wearing my toque here this morning. It's very chilly here in Ontario today, uh, minus 20-something Celsius. And... uh, Warming up with uh, free Starbucks that I picked up with uh, Star Reward this morning. Mm-mm. Free plug for Starbucks. As if they need it. Now, before I get into the Eastern Conference power rankings, I wanted to talk a little bit about Brad Marchand versus the Carolina Hurricanes. A little back and forth that's been going on over the past couple days. I uh, didn't mention it yesterday. But it picked up even more steam after the podcast, so I thought it was worth talking about for sure. Now, it all began when I believe uh, Chip Alexander of the Raleigh News and Observer asked Vincent Trocek of the Carolina Hurricanes if he saw anything in Brad Marchand's game that resembles his game. And Trocek's response was, uh, are you calling me a rat? Kind of joking, tongue-in-cheek. I think Chip Alexander's question was more in relation to kind of a complete game. You know, Brad Marchand's known, yes, for his chippiness, for being a rat, but he's also become an elite left winger who can score in all situations, uh, be physical, takeover games, etc. Now, the calling me a rat portion of that quote took off, was posted everywhere. Uh, yeah, basically all of the um, big sports companies, TSN, The Score, Sportsnet, picked it up and, and shared it on their socials. Marchand... This was all before uh, Tuesday's game against Carolina. Marshan took to Instagram and uh, posted 
both his and Trocek's hockey DB pages and said that it was like comparing a Lambo to a Prius. Marchand, of course, being the Lamborghini, uh, Trocek being the more conservative uh, Prius. He did delete the post not too long after uploading it, but again, he posted their hockey DB pages with uh, the TSN screenshot of his quote, and um, then quickly deleted it before the game. I don't know if he was asked to take it down or didn't want it to become bulletin board material or what, but it was taken down before Tuesday's game. Now, Trocek and Marchand did mix it up a little bit during the course of the 7-1 win by the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, the Hurricanes uh, posted uh, Trocek hitting Brad Marchand at one point and, you know, referenced the Lambo and the Prius. Uh, and then, yeah, they... They tweeted the picture of or a gif of Trocek hitting Marchand. Never seen a Prius total a Lambo before. And then uh, later they posted another uh, result from the game saying uh, L stands for Lamborghini. That uh, with the 7 1 score from the game the other night. Now, Marchand. Not one to let it hug fester or not one to let kind of those barbs lie. Uh, he responded, you're still the reason we pay 20% in escrow. Now, for those of you who are wondering what exactly that means, it is a reference to the fact that basically um, players based on the um collective bargaining agreement have to put some money aside from their contracts in order to compensate for lack of hockey related revenue. Marchand was kind of digging at Carolina being a smaller market team. They're ranked 27th on the Forbes uh, most valuable NHL teams list. Uh, their attendance, not always the greatest. It's a bit better this year, but that's relative to right now they're ahead of teams like Montreal and Toronto, but that's because those teams have had to play in front of empty arenas due to COVID-19. So Marchand kind of cracking back at that. And um, it's hilarious. I love Brad Marchand's Twitter account. He just puts out banger after banger um, and is not afraid to, yeah, chirp, mix it up with fans, players, obviously, being Trocek, um, team accounts, obviously. He tweeted to the NHL and the PA at the end of uh, December about the uh, decision not to go to the Olympics. And uh, it's very entertaining for sure when he does clap back. Now, it loses a bit of steam for me because the Carolina Hurricanes did, of course, beat the Bruins by a score of 7-1 to one the other night. 
and they're so far ahead of the Boston Bruins in the standings. In fact, right now, if you look at point percentage, Carolina is first in the East. Boston is eighth in the East. And that's somewhat problematic considering the second wildcard team would take on the top team in the East, setting up a Carolina-Boston first round. Carolina has beaten uh, the Bruins uh, both times they've played this season uh, and have a, I believe, 10 to 1 uh, differential when it comes to uh, goals scored in those two games. So, yes, Martian hilariously clapping back at the Hurricanes, uh, taking offense to Trocek's somewhat taken out of comments, taken out of context comments. Uh, and, you know, the best response is on the scoreboard. The Bruins and Hurricanes, I believe, will play one more time this regular season. Uh, that is scheduled for February 10th. Uh, as part of a, uh, you know, the remade schedule, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Uh, but again, uh, hilarious, but loses a bit of steam for me because of the result the other night. And uh, Carolina's pretty much owned Boston this season as they have with many teams. And we'll get into the Eastern Conference power rankings here in a moment. But before we do, Bet Online would like to wish you a happy betting new year as they continue their march to the playoffs and beyond. It remains your number one spot for all the best sports wagering action in 2022. They have a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. The football playoffs are going strong. Basketball, hockey, boxing... UFC, they even have some of your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, and it's where the game starts. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day, free and available on all podcast platforms as well as on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button each new episode automatically added to your feeds for you to download and enjoy uh, if you could also rate and review that would be very much appreciated now longtime listeners of the podcast will know that i usually do the atlantic division power rankings every week because the atlantic is pretty evenly split with the top four teams and the bottom four teams i've Expanded that to the Eastern Conference because it looks as though the Bruins will be a wildcard team this season and likely to face a Metropolitan team in uh, the first round. Well, perhaps not likely, but it's definitely possible that they will do so. Uh, you know, the bottom teams pretty well established right now. Montreal, Ottawa, Buffalo, Montreal. Hiring a new general manager the other day, they want to uh, become a faster team. Uh, it's going to take some time for them to get back on track. Ottawa is a bit better this year, still building, as are the Sabres. Then you have uh, the Devils, Flyers, Blue Jackets, all under 500 when it comes to point percentage. One team I'm a little 
worried about is the New York Islanders. They're 13-13-6 through 32 games. They're 7-2-1 over their last 10. A very rough start for them, but we always know that they uh, exceed expectations, and they could be a team that disturbs, although they are 14 points back of the Boston Bruins, uh, although they do have four games in hand. Detroit, 5-12 point percentage, uh, five points back of the Bruins, but the Bruins have four games in hand on them. So that brings us to the top eight. Right now, the Bruins are in eighth uh, in terms of points and point percentage. They are five points back of uh, the Maple Leafs and the Penguins. They have a game in hand on Toronto, two games in hand on um, Pittsburgh. Uh, point percentage-wise, 639 compared to 671 for the Penguins, 689 for the Maple Leafs. They're actually most uh, or closest to the Capitals, who are at 662 when it comes to point percentage. So Boston's in eighth, Washington in seventh, Pittsburgh sixth, Toronto fifth. And then you have the Rangers, Tampa, Florida, and Carolina all at 700 or better in terms of point percentage. The Rangers erased a 3-1 lead against the Maple Leafs uh, last night. The Leafs, I believe, have had 3-1 leads in four of their last five games, and they've blown it uh, each time. I didn't realize the Bruins were actually that close to Toronto. Again, five points back, but with only one game in hand. Carolina, clearly the top team in the Eastern Conference, 750 point percentage, a plus 45 goal differential. They do trail uh, in points. Uh, they're fourth in terms of total points right now. Tampa in first at 59. Florida has 57. The Rangers at 56. And the Hurricanes at 54. But they have games in hand on all of those teams and really rolling at the moment. If the playoffs were to start right now, based on point percentages... Uh, the Bruins and Hurricanes would face off in the opening round of the playoffs. We all know the Bruins did beat them pretty handily a couple years ago in the bubble, uh, but the uh, Hurricanes are much improved. The Bruins not quite uh, the team that they were heading into the bubble as the President's Trophy winners in that one. Looking at the underlying numbers, the Bruins right now are third in the NHL in shot attempt differential behind Florida and Carolina. When it comes to shot attempt differential, they're first in the NHL. Uh, expected goal differential, the Bruins are also first. And when it comes to high danger chance differential, the Bruins are second to the Tampa Bay Lightning. So incredibly strong underlying numbers for the Boston Bruins. Their shooting percentage is still a bit low at 5-on-5. Five five. They rank 27th in that category. Uh, goaltending, they rank, uh, let's see here. Uh, the goaltending isn't too bad. Well, it's 24th right now when it comes to 5-on-5 five five play. So their PDO right now, which is adding up their shooting percentage and their uh, save percentage is 98.6, which is 29th in the NHL, meaning 
if they get a bit better goaltending from the tandem of Rask and Allmark, which we expect, if they get a bit more puck luck, uh, shooting wise or increased, you know, that's been, that has been regressing, uh, to the mean over the past few weeks, then they should improve as well. And, uh, I do believe the Bruins look more like the team that began the year than the team that lost to Carolina, uh, by a wide margin the other night. Sorry if you can hear some rattling in the background. Bessie has found a errant Christmas ball that she is uh, pushing around the house. <coughs> Excuse me. If she comes closer, I'm just going to grab it from her. Anyways, uh, so the Bruins right now, eighth in the Eastern Conference, uh, you know, trying to overcome that slow start. Obviously, they have started off the year in fine fashion. They are eight and two. Over their last 10 games. Sorry, got that Christmas ball that Bessie was pushing around. Anyways, yeah, so they're 8-2 and two over their last 10 games. Uh, a game against Washington tonight. Again, they are uh, pretty close to Washington in terms of point percentage. 662 for the Capitals, 639 for the Bruins. Uh, the Capitals will be without Dmitry Orlov, who's suspended. They have a couple guys in COVID protocols. Based on our locked-on power rankings, the Bruins are 14th in the NHL. Uh, Panthers first, Canes second. Uh, I had the Bruins, I believe, 11th uh, because of yeah their uh, recent play. I think they're better than uh, the Predators, who are in ninth, according to Locked On hosts. Uh, I had them over the Predators because of the game uh, on the weekend that the Bruins won. Uh, But, again, the Bruins still have a lot of work to do. Rask still working to get up to peak form. Again, he didn't have those AHL starts to help in that respect. And again, um, going back to the earlier chat about Brad Marchand, if the Bruins are going to chirp, if he's going to get into it, then they need to back it up on the ice. They didn't do that against the Hurricanes. They're still eighth in the East. I don't think they're in danger of um, dropping out of the playoffs. It would take quite a collapse or quite a miracle, Andrew Hammond-esque, for a team to jump back up. Uh, But... You know, it's still a grind for the Bruins, and uh, they still have a lot of work to do in order to prove that they belong in a conversation among the top teams in the NHL, Florida, Carolina, Tampa, Colorado, even the Rangers among them. Now, before uh, we wrap up today, I wanted to touch on Willie O'Ree after he was Uh, honored by the Bruins the other night with his number 22 being retired. The United States House of Representatives passed a bill to award him the Congressional Gold Medal, which is Congress's highest expression of national appreciation for distinguished achievements and contributions by individuals or institutions. Uh, Willie said, receiving the Congressional Gold Medal is simply one of the greatest honors of my life. There are no words to describe how special the last few days have been. 
with the Boston Bruins retiring my number and the U.S. Congress voting for this amazing recognition. We'll always be humbled and grateful to be a recipient of this medal, especially thankful to everyone who worked so hard to make this moment happen. Bruins owner Jeremy Jacobs added on behalf of the entire Bruins organization, we're thrilled that Congress has recognized Willie's trailblazing contributions to hockey, both on and off the ice, and are proud to have supported the effort. He rightfully deserves a place in U.S. history, and the Congressional Gold Medal is a fitting honor for this remarkable man. Congratulations again to Willie, and every honor that he receives is well-deserved. Now, the NHL on Wednesday announced a revamped schedule uh, that will replace the Olympic break and to make up games that were postponed in the early stages of the season. Originally, the Bruins were to host the Seattle Kraken on Tuesday, February 1st. The Olympics were to happen, and then they would visit the Kraken on the 24th to resume the regular season schedule. They now have seven games in between those two dates. Uh, home game against Pittsburgh on the 8th. The Hurricanes on the 10th they will host. Uh, they'll travel to Ottawa twice, the 12th and the 19th, uh, to take on the Senators. I was supposed to go to one of those games over the holidays. Don't know if I'll be able to make it this time around. Uh, they'll go to New York to play the Islanders and the Rangers, the 15th and the 17th. And then they host the uh, Colorado Avalanche on February 21st, with which much must be a holiday uh, down there because it's an afternoon game. Is it a holiday in the United States? I know up here it is family day. Uh, I guess it's President's Day. Uh, so it'll be a matinee affair against the Colorado Avalanche on President's Day. We also get that off up here. It's called Family Day in Ontario, so I'll be able to watch that as well. So a jam-packed uh, schedule for the Bruins in February. And, uh, yeah, all down the stretch, it's going to be incredibly busy. Of course, they only had 26 games before 2022, and uh, they'll have a bunch jammed in here in uh, through the rest of January into February, March, and April. Uh, after tonight's game, they host the Jets on Saturday, the Ducks on Monday, and then they go west to take on the Avs, Coyotes, Stars, uh, before coming home to take on the Kraken. Uh, there'll be a bit of a break over the All-Star break before this revamped schedule picks up. Uh, of course, just check the website or subscribe to the um, calendar version of the schedule like I do, and it's right on my phone. Anyways, that is it for today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. I hope you are all having a fine week, uh, almost the weekend, which is great. And, uh, of course, be watching the Bruins game tonight. I began a Better Call Saul rewatch in anticipation of the final season dropping at some point this year. Uh, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, the movie, without question, my favorite shows on TV. And uh, it's great to jump back into it as well. Can't believe how good Better Call Saul is right from the jump. Uh, new album dropped today. One of my favorite bands, Pedro the Lion. Uh, so if you're looking for something new to listen to, I highly recommend that. 
I also recommend you check out the Locked On Bets podcast as your second listen today. They have all your insight into daily fantasy, sorry, daily betting options, and uh, you can get some great information from them. Thank you again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. We'll be back tomorrow with a recap of tonight's game, a look into the weekend, and all the latest on the black and gold here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day.